Julie girl. Julie, Julie, Julie girl. Hey, Julie girl. 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 Hey, Julie girl. Julie girl. Julie girl. Julie girl. Hey, Julie girl. Julie girl. Julie girl, Julie. Hey, Julie girl. Welcome to Julie Girl, a big brother podcast. Julie Girl is a weekly podcast, and it is presented with an unfiltered foray into all things big brother. This podcast was intentionally created from an alternative POV. Big Brother has a vastly diverse fan base, but the majority of the community's creative content feels skewed, and we wanted a place where we could be as real as possible and talk about what's really going on in these BB streets. You can find all of our episodes on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and SoundCloud. And if you feel drawn to like, comment, or subscribe, or share our episodes, we would highly appreciate that as well. And if you ever have any suggestions for things you'd like to hear, feel free to let us know by sliding into our DMs on Twitter at @juliegirlpod or by sending us an email to juliegirlpod at gmail.com. Hello, Zachary. How you doing? Hi, I'm doing well with yourself. You know, I'm doing good. I had a really nice day today, and but I feel like I've been going a mile a minute, a mile a second. I've just been like nonstop all day. So I still feel like my, like everything's kind of racing, <laughs> mm-hmm. but you know, it's a good thing overall. Um, how are you though? Um, was there an earthquake? <laughs> an earthquake? Oh, it was up north. Okay. I'm sorry. I was just like looking at Twitter while I was waiting for you to get things set up and it was saying a 4.4 and it's like saying that it's part of the San Andreas system. Oh. I know I'm like, that doesn't make me feel good. But anyway, okay. Um, hi. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> y'all know if I see anything about an earthquake, I'm like, ooh, let me read into this real quick. Um, yeah, hi, I'm here. Are you? <laughs> I am, I'm tired. Um, yeah, I'm doing good, I'm doing good. Just getting done with work and ready to sit down and chit chat with you. Yeah, it's been uh, a, a time. I'm happy. Today was the first day that I kind of felt the spark of normalcy for the first mm-hmm. time in a long time. We had my my boss's boss was in town from overseas and I had we had somebody else in the office and then someone came back from a, a long extended away period of time. And we had we had all kinds of things going on. And then there was like a festival for Hispanic Heritage Month with free tacos and churros and all kind of great stuff. And it just there was a lot of energy at the office today. And it was it felt so normal and we all ate lunch together it was my boss's birthday and so we used to always have big like birthday lunches and we'd all sit around the table we'd cater food and have cake and sing and be so loud that other people on the floor would always be pissed off because we were so loud all the time and we (laughs) haven't done that in so long so doing it today just felt so nostalgic and like I was like, maybe I can be normal again. So it was a really nice feeling, especially after things being so just like wild and moving and just like, there's just been one thing after another. And so it's been a lot, but yeah, 
I'm ready for some normalcy. I'm ready for a normal life again. Yeah. Well, that's exciting. We love a yeah. fun day at work. We do. Good times with the team. Absolutely. <laughs> and a free taco. <laughs> oh, we live for a free taco and some free fresh churros. They had a whole truck and this man was dropping churros and just passing them out. And my favorite part was they had like six or seven different dipping sauces. I was like, mm. y'all better come through with dipping sauces on what deck. put on a churro besides like I don't know. Like, what you can dip you... it in chocolate. You can dip it oh, in some I kind guess. of strawberry, something or other. You can dip it in like mustard. <laughs> Just kidding. That's what I had my head went to when you said salsas. I was like, ew, some ketchup. <laughs> Ooh, no. There was like six or seven different things. There was caramel. There was like some kind of condensed milk, a okay. Nutella. It was okay. real. They were popping. I really loved it. My churros are popping. My churros are cool. <laughs> All the girls be stopping when I'm crunching after school. Hey, <laughs> I love a, a good crunchy churro too. Mm -hmm. Can't tell me nothing. <laughs> What's going on with you? What's been up with you? How you doing? How you feeling these days? I'm good. I'm good. I had a busy, busy weekend. Um, what did you do? <laughs> for all of y'all that followed my Lady Gaga drama. Oh, um, yes. I went to go see Lady Gaga, not with my boyfriend, by myself. Um, Did we talk about that on the podcast last time? Yeah, because I asked everyone, like, if they would be upset or not, and no one responded. So I didn't know how to feel about it. No <laughs> thanks to any of y'all. <laughs> so um, I just had mixed emotions. Um, but no, I, yeah, I just decided, like, fuck it. I'm just going to get a ticket. Like, I do want to see this show. I've never seen her before. And, like, who knows when she's going to tour again. That knee. Um, that knee. And, like, let me just do it. You know, like, who cares? So I was sad I because I talked to you that night and I was on mm -hmm. the plane heading back. And I was like, I wish I was going with you. I would totally go. It was so much fun. It was a great show. Um I think that the setup, I wish that she wouldn't have done it. At Dodgers? Yeah, Dodgers is just, it's not a good, I just don't think it's a good stadium. And like, I wish that she would have thought about like the, her stage and like how, um, I mean, I was good. Cause like, I was like kind of seated in the middle, but like people on the sides, I just felt really bad for them. Cause it's like, she had these huge screens up on the sides but the stage was like behind the screens. Like it was kind of like a, how do I say it? I don't know how you would describe it, but like people on the sides couldn't see her when she was like in the back part of the stage. And she spent a lot mm -hmm. of time there instead of the front. And I'm just like, that like, that's kind of shitty, you know? Like, it seems like you would want people to see as much of you as possible. For sure. During your show, especially when your tickets are so expensive, you know, like, what and I get like you're doing like all these like cool things but honestly I could have lived without all without it you know I feel like out of all of her tours from what I've seen and all of like just like online and stuff like I feel like everything else like had cooler things without the the um inability to see her I guess I don't know what I'm trying to um say but um it was fun. I had a good time. My <laughs> getting there and getting in was the biggest fucking headache of my entire life. I 
literally my Uber got in a wreck. <laughs> that is crazy. I've never been in an Uber that gets in a wreck. That sounds so it scary. It wasn't, it wasn't like, I shouldn't say wreck. It was like a fender bender. It was just like a bump. If it was a wreck, I would have, you know, like been like, oh my God, my neck. Um, <laughs> but it was like, it was just like, a. it was just a tap. I'm like dramatic, but it was enough for me to have to like get out of the car and be like, fuck this, I'm walking. Um, thankfully I was like a mile away from the stadium and like the traffic was horrible anyway. So it was going to be quicker for me to walk. Um, so I get in line and it's like an hour before she goes on. And that line was so fucking long. It was like not moving at all. And why was it not moving like that? It was just so many people. There were so Mm -hmm. many people. They had like, it, they had like seven different lines and it's like, the lines all combined into like one spot so it's like the there was really no need for seven different lines they should have just had one line you know like right i don't know it was just such a fucking mess and so i'm just standing there by myself for like an hour and then sure enough she starts and i missed the first three fucking songs i was livid i was so angry um mainly because one of them was poker face and i love poker face but um, yeah so like when I got in and got to my seat I was like not happy but then like I just like happened to be like around like the nicest like people and I kind of just became part of their little group they were a bunch of like muscle gays and I just it was so funny because here I am in like all black and here I'm like surrounded (laughs) by these men without shirts on and I'm all like lord don't let me get monkey pox but like they were (laughs) so fun and I just had like the best time um I was like right near the aisle and we were like the bar was like right behind us so I like had like three drinks when I was there I just got drunk I just danced and just had like a that great sounds night. amazing it was so much fun and I'm very happy that I went I would have loved to experience that with my boyfriend but um whatever I experienced it with new people and I feel like that's where I just needed to be that night so it all absolutely mm-hmm. I think I don't think it would have been as fun if you had been in any other situation yeah no it was a it was a great night i'm so glad i went but that's what i did this weekend (laughs) she kept saying like jump jump i mean she said jump like 16 times in every fucking song i mean even when she's singing like the slow song she was like i'm just kidding (laughs) (laughs) she's like shallow or whatever giving me a million reasons jump <laughs> but like it's good because I like Chromatica is like the album that I always listen to when I'm jump roping. And so I felt like that had prepared me for all of her jumps. You was, was already like, to jump. Yeah, it's like, girl, I jump to this all the time. Let me go. Um, but no, it was a lot of fun. You better jump to this. Mm-hmm. I love that. And then I went and saw Ben Platt last night with Allie and AJ. I just oh, had like a really gay few days you know I went you had a gay old time yeah I mean and like that was another I'll stop about the Gaga concert but I like I hate the song born this way like I truly don't I don't know I liked it like when it first came out kind of I think just because I really was obsessed with her cheeks at the time when she had like those like big cheekbones oh I was like uh, her cheeks are so random but I know but you know I love I love that because I'm just like a cheekbone person like they're my favorites and so like I that's the only reason why I like the song <laughs> not even the song just I'm because the way she looks my cheeks right <laughs> but like being in Dodger Stadium with every LGBTQIA person in Los Angeles singing that song it was just like such a moment 
It's like I, love I think that. I think they said it was like fifty two thousand people there, and like Good literally God. every one of them was gay. So <laughs> I did just you take it was a like census? Really cool. <laughs> yeah, I didn't have to. I could just look around. What if you did, and you were just walking around the whole stadium? Are you gay? gay? Okay, mark you down. I'm, okay, I all mean, right. I just think even if you weren't gay there, like for those like two hours you were, you know, like you were just gay. Like gay by association. I don't, I don't make the rules. Everyone there was gay. (laughs) And that's okay. And that's just fine. Mm -hmm. That's hilarious. Fun. Uh, No, I, my weekend wasn't that fun. I, I traveled back to Los Angeles and Mm -hmm. that was pretty much it. Like I didn't really do anything Sunday when I got back, I was just like, getting reacclimated to being at a new place because it was my first time coming back to Los Angeles and not going to the home that I lived in for eight years. And so mm-hmm. coming to a new place and being by myself and like, I was still having that moving anxiety because every time I've been over here, I've just had this like feeling that I need to do stuff. Like I need to get stuff done. And so I just felt like I had stuff to do and it kept me like so kind of paralyzed all Sunday. And my mom was like, just relax, like just enjoy your day. You don't have anything to do. Don't like everything will come together when it comes together. Just breathe and and chill. And that, I mean, I tried, but I was still stressed out all day. (laughs) Um, But then Monday I worked from home and that's when I finally, I felt a little more comfortable. And I was like, I actually kind of love this place. And things started to come together. And then yesterday I went on like my first grocery shopping trip, like a real grocery shopping. And it's just been like getting acclimated and trying to figure out where things go. And I don't know, it's so weird, but... I don't know. I just it's a good weird though. It's it's a definitely a good weird. I feel like I've said it's so weird so many times in the past few weeks, and I'm just ready for for normalcy to kind of set in, like I was saying. Mm-hmm. But yeah, you have to come over soon and, and visit and and see everything because so strange. <laughs> <laughs> so so strange. It. I'll let y'all know if it's cute or not. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> just kidding. You better be. <laughs> I get on the podcast. I'm like ugly. Y'all. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> this kitchen. This floor. Yes. <laughs> just hideous. Just oh. I'm actually gonna turn it. That's gonna be the big the Big Brother house next season. Is actually the one that I'm creating is actually a James house. <laughs> I come home one day and Julie Chen is standing in my living room like, girl, what are you doing here? Just like, I, and I will tell you, but first. <laughs> Hilarious. Oh um, did you watch the Emmys last night? Um, I watched bits and flips here and there today, but no, I didn't watch it all. I only, and I honestly, I didn't watch that much. Um, I just watched... Um, I didn't really understand. There was something with Quinta and then Jimmy was on the oh, floor. Oh yeah, I was confused too. I was like, why is this man laying on the floor like this? And why are they dragging him off? <laughs> yeah, I don't I don't know what happened. I don't know anything in context. And then um, obviously I watched Shirley's speech, incredible. Incredible. Um, amazing. Cheryl, not Cheryl. Cheryl oh my God, <laughs> whatever. Cheryl, I was like, Shirley. who is Shirley? Shirley, you know her. You know Shirley. <laughs> Shirley Ralph Icon. Um, name Cheryl, but like her good friend, her her good friends call her Shirley. Um, <laughs> right, I'm just not in the I'm not in the inner circle. You just don't you just don't know her like that. Um, 
sorry, <laughs> maybe one day. Um, and then I was dying over Jennifer Coolidge's acceptance speech that had me like, seen literally LOLing. They were like trying to cut her off with the music and she started dancing to the music. <laughs> she was like not going. <laughs> she, a jam. she was like, no, this is a big moment. This is a big moment. Just wait, just wait. Was it her <laughs> she, first win? I think it's her first Emmy win ever, yeah. Oh, that's awesome. So, for, for the doom doom that show? Yeah, I just rewatched it. That's who I am. You don't remember that. I <laughs> oh. sent you the, the text. Hearing, um, you, hearing you say it out loud, I totally remember now. <laughs> I forgot all about that line. I don't know why, but when that came out, I feel like we laughed about it for a we while. We did. That's when is I season am. two coming? Um, I don't know. I think soon. I, I just rewatched season one again. So um, I love that show so much. My boyfriend like liked it, but then he would like get really anxious during it. And I'm like, that's the point. And he was like, yeah, no, I don't, I don't know if he'll watch season two with me. <laughs> I just want to hear the theme song again. They better not change it. It's such a bop. It's, it's so truly good. a bop. It's it is so truly boppable. The Little Mermaid trailer. What are your thoughts? <laughs> was that little girl she was like that Whitney Houston <laughs> I died and then there was like this one I don't know I retweeted it I don't, it was like someone like it doesn't someone said like it doesn't even look like she's underwater and it's like is this what you want it to look like and it was oh like, yeah all like, <laughs> with that yellow fish <laughs> I was dying Look, um, I'm not the biggest Disney person, uh, but I, I mean, I'll be seeing it. I'm excited to see. I, I don't think that it hit me the way that it hit everybody else, but I don't really care for Disney movies that much. So um, you so you so dark inside. <laughs> Just you don't like Hocus Pocus. You don't like Disney movies. Well, what? you know, I'm a um, 32 year old man. So <laughs> I grew up, I enjoyed, you know, Disney when I was a child, but I just, I don't know. I don't, I don't go up for the, um, the mouse anymore. <laughs> so I, I'm, I mean, I'm excited. I'm excited to see what she does with it. I think it'll be a really cool movie. I'm excited to see everyone else who's involved. And I mean, I will go see it for sure. I just don't think that I'm like shaking and crying over the trailer like everybody else. I wouldn't say I shook or cried, but I am just so excited. Ariel is my all-time favorite Disney princess. When I was a kid, I was so obsessed. I had I made my mom buy me like Ariel dolls. I had one that would swim with me in the pool. And it was all like I loved Come on, Ariel. Girl. <laughs> I had a little stuff Sebastian. Like mm -hmm. the Little Mermaid was my movie. Yeah. And so seeing it in this context was so cool to me. And I can't wait to see the whole thing. Like it's I just hope they do it justice. I hope the story see, is still strong. That's what I get nervous about because I just think about all these live action Disney films and I just think that all of them are questionable. <laughs> so <laughs> I, yeah, I don't know. We'll see, we'll see. And But I'm, I feel good about it. Like the, the extended trailer, I don't know if you saw like the recordings of other people mm -hmm. that people took, yeah, but I that, that. I was honestly kind of shook by her rendition of part of your world. Like mm. she really, like Ariel, <laughs> the Ariel from the cartoon, she could never like, mm -hmm. 
Hallie really was going for it with some of those some of those choices. And I'm like, are all of the songs gonna be this just intense? Like, but also she's longing and like really selling the fact that she wants to be part of that world. Mm-hmm. And like, but the depth and the soul of it was not there from the cartoon Ariel in the same way. Mm-hmm. So I was really just like blown. <laughs> she didn't really want it. <laughs> I mean, right. she wanted a little bit more. <laughs> That's hilarious. Ariel did her takes, and then she was like, "I'm over this." She got a cigarette and swam away. She was like, "Yeah, I got one take. That's it." <laughs> no, but but Hallie, I'm just so excited to hear the soundtrack and to see how they do all of this. And I'm just so excited. I will hate that I have to wait until May. No, but no, I just had to bring that up because I'm so excited. I've literally watched it so many times. And then when I saw that extended thing on TikTok, I've watched it mm-hmm. so many more times. No, I mean, it's exciting. It's been talked about for a really long time now. So like, I'm excited that it's like coming um, in like a year. But <laughs> right, like, I, yeah, I, I will be in the theater. I will be watching it for sure. Also, shout out to Beyonce because it's wild to see an artist be so incredible as Beyonce is and to speak and say that she wants to like empower a new generation of artists and to help build something, help someone build a career for their own. And to see it actually happening is kind of crazy. And I don't think we talk about it enough because it's kind of low key, even though it's not, but she's doing, she, they're, Chloe and Hallie are a slow burn. Like even though they are, they've done a lot of things. The prog- the progression of their careers are, it's not going super fast. And I'm excited to see who they become because, woo we they got some they got some stuff going on. Also, have you? How do you have? What am I trying to say? <laughs> Shut up! I hate when you laugh at me when I fumble <laughs> over my words. You always giggle in the background. I'd be like, Shut your ass up. Ari Lennox's album have you listened uh, to it of course I've listened to it like 1700 times I love it I love it talking about so Chloe and uh, Hallie just made me think of it and I was like oh that's been non-stop it's the first thing that's made me stop listening to Renaissance <laughs> it's so good it is great I'm so obsessed with Plenty of Fish I don't know why that's my it's favorite it's so good it's so good. Yes. I don't really like the um, Boy Bye song. I wish I really? liked it more than I did, but... I love Boy Bye. I think it's so cute favorite. how playful it is. And it's because yeah, it's like, so I genuine. Like talking. I like the talking parts more than I like the song. I think it's so cute. I really like Boy Bye. I also really love Waste My Time, but mm-hmm. I feel like it don't make a lot of sense because she wants the man to waste her time, but she also don't want him to waste her time because she wants to be in his bed. So it's like, I kind of wish that she was like loving him so much that she wanted to him to waste her time. Just let me be around you. Like, I just want to mm-hmm. be up under you wasting my time. Like, that's all I want. But then the song is like, it just it confused me, but I still love it. It's still it's like such a bop. Um, I don't know. It's great, but lyrically, I was like, I have some questions. Yeah, <laughs> but I'm I'm so happy. I I just think Ari has such a great vibe. I'm like clicked in immediately, and I didn't even love Hoodie on my first listen when it was just mm-hmm. a single. But in context, I've I I love everything. 
yeah no it's good and i'm keeping an eye out for a vinyl (laughs) please do (laughs) so i'm not sitting around crying for it for a year (laughs) please do and i hope it comes soon i'm waiting for mary j blige to release her vinyl too she's been saying it's coming soon for months i'm like girl it is september you've been saying it was coming since april i mean january you know what that's just fine we'll get it when we get it shut up not just fine (laughs) well i am excited that we both had good weekends and we're in a good space and things are moving forward we only have like two weeks left of bb24 and hallelujah thank you jesus it's weird like i i feel like this is the first season that i've ever felt like i've already talked about everything even though i haven't it's such a weird feeling so going into these podcast episodes it's been like the 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 most like the weirdest experience I've had podcasting and you know we've been doing this for five years and this is the first time that I felt kind of strange about it I don't know why I feel like I've already talked about all of this (laughs) yeah this is such a strange season literally from every angle this season is strange and from day one it has been a very weird season and I'm actually super interested to see what the legacy of the season is going to be and how we talk about it and what it looks like to other people and what people in the future say about it because they always come through and you know have conversation about the previous season but this one is just so just weird i'm very interested to see what its legacy is going to be but let's jump in and just like talk through what's been going on big brother 24 we started off with michael winning hoh and it was a puzzle and that man swept everybody in that puzzle so fast so fast and i was like you ran so fast was nobody coming he probably could have you know taken a stroll brushed his hair and his teeth and then walked over casually and hit the button no one still would have even been close but he was running so fast and he ran and fell i was like get up but he won this puzzle competition and he nominated terrence and Alyssa for eviction and then the veto competition was bb comics how did you feel about the comics this year were there any that stood out to you um trying to remember what they were i feel like every year you hate the bb comics you never you're just like i I don't yeah i don't think that i got i get into them as much as everyone else i mean taylor's was fun with the lays um i agree with everyone that monty's was like so fucking stupid and literally had nothing to do with them it was so um, confusing. I still don't was. understand why they chose it. I understand like, a Mo- what is the account of Monte Crisco? But like, if that's the only thing you can come up with, please <laughs> try to right? do something else. Um, but Taylor Chip was cute though. Yeah. She, hers was I really like- the only cute one I thought. I mean, I like the and cats. And Indies. Oh yeah, the cats were kind of cute too. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Turner was dirty. I'm just like, okay, new joke, His please. face was so scary. I was like, why did they do this to him? <laughs> and uh, Jasmine in that knee. Pooches was terrifying. That dog was so ugly. I and... wish that the real one was him with like the sharp teeth and not the normal teeth. That's what made it weird to me. <laughs> right. Oh, I did not enjoy it. Um, and then <laughs> Kyle's. <laughs> reptile dysfunction i was like now was hold like, on <laughs> y'all that's a mess it's like i've never seen them eat somebody up in a in a in a comic that way like that's mm. a, a personal jab on another level 
-hmm. And I was like, I really wonder what Kyle is going to say when he sees that. I mean, who cares? <laughs> I mean, not that it matters. I just think it's, right. I think it's wild that they would make a joke about erectile or is it erectile? That sounds weird to say. Recti is it rectile or erectile? I think it's erectile. Dysfunction. Erectile dysfunction. It's so. Thankfully, I haven't um, experienced that yet, but <laughs> when I get older, I'm sure I will, and I'll let you know. <laughs> it is so strange to that they would go that path, but it's what he deserves. Um, yeah. And then Brit Flea, I was dying at them being confused at what it was, and then when they finally realized that it meant that she was like riding on Michael like a flea, <laughs> I was like, it was such a mess, but. Yeah, the, the comics, they were okay. I feel I honestly feel like all of these classic Big Brother competitions are kind of dry to me. Like, I don't really care anymore. I don't mm -hmm. care about Otev. I don't care about BB Comics. I don't care about Zingbot. Like, like everything, let's make some new ones. Let's make some everything new just things. seems so, I don't know, regurgitated. And like, mm -hmm. we're digging at the bottom of the box. Let's just pull out old trusty that, I don't know. I yeah. think, you know, I I do love tradition. Like, I think tradition is an important thing in a show like this. But I just feel like, I don't know. And now this stacking little cans is becoming one of those constants. And I don't mind see, it being we a constant. We added that. So why don't we just keep adding stuff and then they can be constants for a few seasons and then we add some more. You know, we don't need to Absolutely. be doing the same ones every single fucking season. Then that way when they come back, they're special. You know, if, say we didn't do Otev for two years, then we get Otev, we'd be like, oh my God, Otev's back. You know, like Absolutely. right now we're like, oh, Otev again, got it. You know, oh, the wall comp. Figure out something else for them to hang on, you know? Like, I don't know, like... <laughs> There's so much more. I do think I do think the wall comp is one that still excites me just because it's such a grueling thing to do. I know, but they can do know. another grueling hanging thing, you know? Like, just, I just, again, when I'm doing the Big Brother house next year, um, it's going to be all <laughs> different. <laughs> the ones that they do on the live feeds, though, I like that. I wish they would do more of those where we could actually watch these competitions happen because, mm -hmm. like I always talk about, BBOTT is my favorite Big Brother experience, and I want more of those experiences no where I am actually invested in these competitions and I can watch them compete because it takes it to a whole nother level. So Michael, of course, wins BB Comics and breaks the, well, he breaks the records for the most vetoes won in a single season and ties Janelle with nine wins in a single season. And yeah, it's, it's given a little history. Um, he wins veto. He doesn't use the veto and Alyssa and Terrence remain on the block. Nobody really cares. Terrence tries to... <laughs> to campaign a little bit he and he's so annoying he was campaigning to taylor talking about making a, a a black alliance now and you know after the kyle situation he's feeling different and wants to align and we can take this to the end and all this mess and i'm just like please like shut up you are so he's just so stupid i'm so happy that he's gone because i was excited for terrence at the beginning of this season but i just feel like he was a massive disappointment and every mm -hmm. way that i wanted him to go he went the opposite he was the opposite of everything I hoped that he would be at every yeah. turn. And I was just so over it. Yeah. Just, uh. So Terrence was evicted from four to zero. Boy, bye. I was, <laughs> I, <laughs> I was so happy that he left, but I was deeply irked. Like, 
when he went out there and Julie asked him who he wanted to see come out next, and he said, you know, it would make, it would put my heart at peace if Taylor followed me out of the Oh house. my God, I forgot about that. Yes, yes. And then he was saying that his writer dies, that he would love or whatever with Daniel and Nicole. <laughs> and that's what I'm talking about. I was like, the you're opposite. just a gross man. Just I just gross. don't like him. How do you look at Daniel and Nicole and see positivity, see somebody you really want to roll with that are just your people? And then you see somebody like Taylor and you find it in your heart to say that it would give you peace to see her leave. Peace. That the, the part about peace is really what pissed me off because I feel like for me, peace is something that is, it is comfortable, it is calming, it is, it is love in a sense. Like it's all things positive. And for you to find peace and seeing this black woman be evicted from the house after you, for what? What are you getting from that? And why is that going to bring you peace? Why is Taylor's misfortune bringing you peace? What has she done to you ever? She's never done anything to that busted old man. Never, not one thing. And I was so confused and bought, like truly bothered mm -hmm. because literally how dare you and say it on national television that it's going to bring you peace to see her lose. Fuck yeah. off. Fuck you, Terrence. I seriously cannot stand that man. And I never want to hear from him, never want to see him again. And he better hope that we don't get to go <laughs> to the finale because I would tell him to his face if we do. Mm -hmm. Because I cannot. Peace, bitch. Seriously. Of all things that could bring you peace, get out of my face. <sighs> Speaking of being irritated, this is completely random, but at work today, I was sitting at my desk, which I usually have been sitting somewhere else, but today I was kind of back in the mix. I was not happy about it, but I was around people. People were everywhere. This mm -hmm. girl tries to go into this other girl's office and another girl that's sitting by me, she's like, um, she's on, she's on a call right now. I wouldn't bother her. And the other girl was like, do you work for her? And she said it in such a snotty way. And the girl was like, no. And she started getting such an attitude with her and talking so much shit. And I was like, are they playing right now? And then <laughs> they, and then the other girl that was sitting that said, don't go in there. She was like, you know what? I'm not going to do this with you right now. And the other girl was like, I would advise you don't. And I was like, hold up now. It is a little too spicy in here for this to be a place of business. Y'all need to get it together. And when I realized that she was being serious, I jumped on Zoom and messaged the other girl that was sitting there. I was like, "Was what was that? Yeah. And she was like, she's being such a bitch to me. Oh, la, 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 la. And I was like, if I would have known that was serious, I probably would have said something because I thought y'all were just joking around. But by the time I realized that it was serious, she was already walking away. And I was just like, I cannot believe people would talk to each other that way, especially at work. Like, come on, who are you? Like, I was right. ready to go off. I was telling that girl, you are better than me because if if she ever, if anybody ever spoke to me the way that that girl did, oh, mm -hmm. I, I just couldn't do it. I was like, if she would ask me if I worked for her, I was like, no, but she need to hire me because clearly she needs help keeping the trash away because mm -hmm. <laughs> come on. I just like, I, I was blown away that somebody could be so rude. Okay, anyway, back to Big Brother. <laughs> so Terrence left, and I hope he stay away with his crusty ass. So then we get to the double eviction, and I was excited for the double eviction. I got to watch the double eviction with my aunt, which I was really happy about 
which I've talked about a million times, how much us watching together means to me, but it was really fun. And I was nervous though. I didn't really know who I thought was going to win, but obviously Monty and Turner seemed like they were in the lead. I was dying at Alyssa getting the first question wrong. I was like, girl, you, you ain't done nothing all season long. And you finally get in a position where it's a competition where all you have to do is watch something and answer some questions and you get the first question wrong. Right. So they do this competition, which I was also a little curious about because it was like flashing colors. And I was like, are these people colorblind? Because the guys were answering a completely different way as the girls. And they were always seemed to be on the same page when it came to the color they were choosing. And I was mm-hmm. like, this is kind of suspicious. And well, also like the colors because of like the lights, like I feel like I would have had a hard time because it's like the like sometimes the blue look white to me or like the you know like it's like because it was like that like light color or whatever you know like I feel like it I don't know it was confusing I didn't and it was even also I was like I feel like I would have a seizure it's too much strobing it was so weird and even like the pink and the orange I didn't even realize Mm -hmm. there was a pink I was like I thought this was orange the whole time so it would have threw me off too I did not think that was the best comp they could do for that for that portion or you know there's so many other things like when they used to do them what those planes moving around last season or whatever it was i like that one yeah yeah those i think that could have been much better than these flashing lights because colors are a tricky thing for people and mm-hmm. i i just don't think i don't like that um but turner ends up winning the i mean the hoh and I I didn't know how I felt about it. I was nervous, but I was just like, "Ooh, this is not what I expected." Um, what did did you have any thoughts about Turner winning? I mean, you know that I like Turner, so I like Turner too. Sometimes. I I mean, out of everyone who's left, I either want him or um, Taylor to win. So I was happy that um, he won. I feel you. I was just nervous because I was like, child, he's been after Taylor for a while now. He better not get cute. Mm-hmm. Um, so he nominates Alyssa and Brittany, which was surprising to me. But when I thought about it, I was like, oh, this could go really bad if the wrong person wins this power of veto. And like if if um, if Brittany or if Michael won the veto, it took Brittany down then Taylor would be forced to go up and they could save her, which would be great. But if Turner did, then Alyssa would come down and it was just like, it would be, it it was potentially a problem, but Uh they played the power of veto competition and I actually liked this competition. It It looked fun. It looked fun and it looked, it was so stressful because when somebody would take off running, you'd be like, oh damn, they done. And then they get pulled back (laughs) jerked by the, by the rope. And it's like, oh, it just keeps you on your toes the whole time. And so they're twisting and turning and trying to get enough rope out of these things to get across the yard and plug this thing in. And Michael is really moving. I really thought Michael had it in the bag. I was very surprised because I did not feel like um, Monty was moving as quickly as, um, what's his name? Shit, Michael. I feel like Michael's like arms and legs were just flying everywhere. Like absolutely circles around those bars and stuff. I was like, <laughs> Which then it made me think, I was like, was everyone's tied the exact same way, you know? Like, yeah, I don't know. 
I thought that too. And I was like, how, what is the process like of tying them all the same exact way? <laughs> like right. that's a, this, do you have to like get four like interns in there and tell them each move to make to tie it up? Like, how does it, it's yeah. very intricate. If so, I would like to see the process. I still would really love <laughs> them like to, to do. I would I'd like to see it. I would love to see a documentary on these competitions and like behind the scenes stuff. I think they have so much content. <laughs> it's them buying some plastic trays off of Amazon. What are you talking about? <laughs> like what them, uh, the to-go plates. Yeah. Um, so we're doing this like, really in-depth challenge this week. Um, we got to get uh, like 500 plastic trays. <laughs> <laughs> very in-depth the documentary like two-day shipping two-day shipping right. okay good mm -hmm. good mm -hmm. hilarious no i just think they have a, a lot of options and and things that could be cool <laughs> to engage us the viewer mm -hmm. um they don't really care about us though so whatever yeah, um but monty ends up winning this veto and i was shocked though because people were saying that michael when he ran the first time he was running so hard that he snapped his his cord and mm -hmm. the cord came off of him and he was running back like, oh my gosh, what do I do? What do I do? What do I do? So he started going back through the maze trying to figure out how to do this. And I think that's what messed him up because they were even mm -hmm. afterwards, Monty and them were like, if that cord would not have snapped, he would have won that veto. And I was like, I don't know. That's a, that's a wild thing to happen. But people were saying in, in the rules, they said that the cords were a little fragile and not to be too rough with them. But mm -hmm. I still am just kind of confused because I'm like, that's kind of, it's very How clown How do people shoe. know what the rules were? Were they posted online? Like, did I miss that? <laughs> I don't know. Because this girl responded to me and said that. And I was like, girl, were you there? Did you hear them read the rules? <laughs> no. Like, but where do you get the rules I'm like, from? I'm like, maybe they were talking about the rules on the feeds afterwards or something. And so oh. if that's the case, that's why I was like, maybe I should just not be snotty here and, and just expect that she read something or watched them say something on the feeds about it. <laughs> But I would be so. I wonder what Michael's thoughts are. <laughs> I got no rules. I count them. Um, I just wonder what Michael feels like if he's pissed at at production because he got flustered or or what. Because if he would have won that, he absolutely probably would win this game. But mm -hmm. that freaking cord, like, I feel like it's gonna haunt him. Um, but monty wins the power of veto and i was shook because i just knew if michael didn't win this power of veto he was out of here and we talked about it on the last episode like there were so many different ways that this could go and mm -hmm. the way that was the most probable is michael getting got and it's even though as probable as it was i still felt like michael was gonna survive like i just felt like he was gonna win and all those thoughts were out the window um, well, I honestly kind of, I mean, after watching the last episode, I feel like he would have survived if Monty wouldn't have won. I think if anyone else would have won, I think he would have had a better chance. Absolutely. Um, I think that's only because of Monty that he didn't survive. Because I was very shocked when we got to see like the behind the scenes and like Turner really wasn't going for him. Right. And I, I need to go back and watch this. I wish I would have done it before we talked and so I could see it again because the night that that episode aired was the same night that Brittany was having this conversation with Monty in the HOH room. And Monty was basically telling her that he doesn't trust her and all of this stuff, basically saying he doesn't like her and he, she was crying. Like, it was such a mess and it was so dramatic. Um, 
so I was really invested in this conversation and I was like, I'll watch, I'll finish watching the episode later. So I was going back and forth, but I did jump in for quite a bit of it. And it was wild because Monty was really pushing for Michael to go. And honestly, he did, it was the right call. Like yeah, Turner is sure. so shaky. He's not like, I, there's a part of me that feels like Turner has played a good game because I feel like he's been adaptable. No matter what mm-hmm. situation he's been in, he's been able to connect with people and make them feel like he's 100% on their side. Even though he has his own thoughts and desires for what he wants to happen, he's cool going along with it. And he's winning comps to put himself in a position for people to come to him for to make these moves and to do things. But also, he ain't really done much this season the big moves that he's made have kind of been forced upon him. And Mm -hmm. even in the moment when he could take this big move at Michael, and if he just bossed up and did it, it would be, you know, there would be a lot more force behind him. But I felt like he was super reluctant to it. And Monty coming through and like kind of enforcing it and saying, we all got your back. We're gonna, you know, we have to make this move. I feel like that is a much better player when it comes to those things. Maybe Monty and and Turner kind of have what each other needs because Turner is winning these competitions. He is saying the right things to people to get them on their sides, but Monty is not. Monty is playing a questionable game to me. I I hate the way that he is so cocky. The way that he talked to Brittany and made and basically told her he didn't need her and that he has no use for her and he didn't really want to work with her, even though after she offered it to him. When you're in a position and you're in the final five and you're talking to the person that just won the power of veto, so she's going to be there next week, she could win HOH, she could win veto. If she wins veto and you are on the block, you're probably going home. Why would you ever want to put the person that could potentially have that power against you? Like, Mm -hmm. why would you ever do that? And making moves like that and being so comfortable and cocky just make me look at his game in such a negative light. And honestly, it put me in a space where I actively dislike the man. Like, I just mm-hmm. don't understand how he has played such a weird game. And all season, he's been weird. He's just, it's just weird-ass energy. And huh. so, but I was happy that he pushed for Michael because as much as I personally kind of wanted Michael to stay, but I also wanted him to leave. I liked the energy it brought. <laughs> like mm-hmm. Michael was flying out around that house. Like. I was <laughs> dying. His literally just flailing around the. I mean, truly, <laughs> the gay jumped out. Um, LGBT everywhere. Yeah. And I really want to call him the F word right now, but I don't want to offend anyone. But like, <laughs> technically, I could, but I'm not. But I child i was like he is well i'm going home i was i i lost it i it was when like, he grabbed so when funny. he grabbed taylor and Alyssa, uh-huh. i was like y'all come with me truly he like he came out of that room i'm going home grabbed them like took them i was like sir i was like where has this energy been all season michael you are not playing games with that single right? soul but if that's like truly him, good for him for hiding that all season. Cause that shit was crazy. He it like, was literally, I saw like anger in his eyes. It was scary. Because I mean, and I get it though, because I kind of relate to that. I'm really laid back a lot of times. I'm I like to be observant, which we talked about. Like I can either be kind of outgoing or I can be super quiet and observant. 
And I feel like I would play very much similar to the way Michael did. I'd probably be a little more like bubbly, but I think <laughs> I, why are you laughing? I'm what just you imagining say? you coming out the room, but being like bubbly saying while I'm going home. <laughs> I'm like, how do you bubbly say that? Not in that situation, but just in general, <laughs> Michael wasn't very like fun and bubbly around the house. Mm-hmm. Um, but in that moment, he like the energy is on 10. He just lost his competition. He knows his back is up against the wall. When that adrenaline is rushing and you got something to do, there is nothing getting in my way. I don't care. It's, I, it's going to be a lot. And then once I've settled down, I'm going to be so embarrassed and uncomfortable because it's so out of my normal character. But it is a place that I can get to and I'm just so not used to it that when it comes over me, it's like a whole, it's like another big, it's giving Sasha fears. You know how Beyonce mm-hmm. says something would jump out of her. Mm-hmm. Like there's a moment and I kind of felt like that's what Michael found himself in that moment because he is a gamer at the end of the day. Like he knows how this game works. And I appreciate it in his interviews. He said that if he didn't fight, if he didn't try to do everything he could, he would regret it for the rest of his life whether it make him made him look crazy, whether people were not happy with the way he went about it. Like, I respect that he went down fighting and really made like his, he, he made a mark. Like <laughs> that man did more in that episode <laughs> than he did all season when it really? comes to personality. Because whenever they were giving their speeches and he stood up, he was letting them know. And all of his, facts were very on point they They were were all they were very (laughs) factual and they were standing up everything would make sense if if he wasn't such a threat i think he could have gained a lot of ground with the perspective he had on his own game in comparison to everyone else and what he could do for them and especially against britney and i was truly just like (laughs) completely dead at the way britney was looking at him right she did not see it coming she did Mm -hmm. not see it coming it was such a blind side to her you know we love a blind side in big brother but very rarely do we get to see a legitimate blind side to the point where your best friend is throwing you under the bus on live television in one of the most hectic moments of the season like she was so shook and michael was just saying britney been running around the house telling everybody's business (laughs) (laughs) and she was like what why would you do this to me, Michael? And I was cracking up when she was saying that to him. She was like, why would you say that? And Michael didn't say a word. He was looking straight ahead and quiet. I was like, mm-hmm. ooh, this is a lot. But Michael ended up getting evicted unanimously. And I was just like, it was that was a massive move to make. And I like to see that. I honestly think this was one of the best double evictions we've seen in a long time. Mm-hmm. And it was enthralling. Like I was glued to the television. This episode was was good in general. Like at first I was like, girl, this is going to be two hours. The last time mm-hmm. we had a two hour episode, it was the worst experience I've ever had with Big Brother. One of the worst. It was so boring, filled with filler to the brim. And just like, ugh. and this episode did have some filler, but it also had the jury segment. And that jury segment was a lot. It was really good though. And I can't wait to see how these jury segments continue because there are a lot of personalities in that house. Mm-hmm. How did you feel about all those, all of the jury segments and everything? I was obsessed with um, 
Andy acting like she was the queen of the house. Like, <laughs> at, like, the very end when she was like, come on. <laughs> the what? way she, like, said it. I don't know. It's like, she. I feel like she's just in the house bossing everyone around. <laughs> Absolutely. I was cracking up when she was like, y'all basically, like, y'all aren't going to come in here and mess up my piece. This is my right? house. <laughs> like, this is where I live. Yeah. So you need to come in here correct. Um, no, I, I was also cracking up when... <laughs> When she was like, we have the internet. (laughs) (laughs) It was just, it was a lot. And, and Kyle was so annoying. I hate the way that he explains himself. Mm -hmm. Like there's, there's a victim, a glaze of victim just pouring, poured over this man. And he was like, I know you guys hate have so much reasons to hate me and all this stuff. It's like, how why they got reasons to hate you and you ain't even said what you did yet? Like, right. you're like you're already trying to build this case and get this sympathy when you haven't even said what you've done and you haven't even given them the opportunity to respond or anything. And so it's just it was so annoying. But I was Jasmine is so surprising. I don't know who this woman is. Like, where has she been all season? Because on one hand, she was saying that she didn't want to see Taylor come into the jury house and she's rooting for Taylor. And I'm like, where did this come from? This girl has hated Taylor all season, would turn her back anytime Taylor was in a conversation with her. Like mm-hmm. now she's totally team Taylor. It was it, it was, gives me literal whiplash. But mm-hmm. her saying to Kyle all season, I felt like you and I were, we had so much in common, but now, we have nothing in common. Like, I don't, I don't relate to you at all on this level. If this is the kind of person you are and how you're thinking. And I was like, how you have Jasmine eat you up like this? Like (laughs) of all people, Jasmine is getting you together, Kyle, right in this very moment. Like if Jasmine feels as if she don't relate to you, you really fucked up. And, and then you get to, to, to Joseph who just absolutely broke my heart when he said, you know, Kyle, it's hard to hear this when you were thinking that we were all working together, but the the young Arab boy was in the backyard protecting you with everything mm-hmm. he had. Like, it has to feel some kind of way, and you have to feel a certain level of shit to have done, to have thought of these people in this way, at, at, like they were coming after you, like they were going to take your game away simply because they were minorities. And that was threatening to you. And at the same time, one of these people that you thought were going to threaten your game was protecting you. And it's just like, I understand the idea of, of ignorance. I understand the idea of, you know, just being uneducated and, and just, but how do you, I just don't understand getting to the point where you're throwing, you throw away your entire game and your reputation and all of this simply because you're afraid that people are going to come after you. It is one of the most racist things this show has seen, which is also weird because we've seen some very, very overt racism over the years, but this one hits so different to me. And I still am just like irked. It's, it's wild. Mm-hmm. Um, but Joseph and Indy and Jasmine really got Kyle together. They didn't really give him much grace at all at the beginning. At Towards the end, they got to the point where it was kind of like, you know, we want to, you know, figure this out and whatnot. But 
Oh, it was a lot. And it's just, I'm interested in how the conversation is going to go in the postseason. And if there's going to be anything that's brought up, like at the finale conversation, how they're going to go about that. And oh, it is just, this season has taken a lot out of me. <laughs> Truly. Truly. Was there anything else in these jury segments that was interesting? Um, I don't think so. I, I was just dying at Indy and then rolling my eyes at Kyle. With his dumbass. Yeah. I just thought it was while watching them watch the tapes back and being like, hold on, Turner won HOH? How did this happen? And Kyle's in yeah. there and having to like stew in the fact that his ass is racist and that's the reason he's in the house. Like, yeah. like, how do you just be like, I was racist and I, that's why they kicked me out. And Joseph, when Joseph asked him, he was like, is this why you are here? <laughs> Ooh, they ate up that spirit and it's just, we've never seen anything like this before. And there's a part of me that appreciates that we're getting such a, a unique experience. <laughs> I knew it was coming. Um, but it's been, it has been a lot. It's been a lot. Um, also, apparently there's some, there is some like uh, rumors going around saying that there was a, co a confrontation in the jury house. And I saw something about that. Somebody online, was like, know. Yeah, that we don't know what happened, but apparently there was like a fight or something happened. And I don't know if somebody had to leave jury and go stay in a hotel or if somebody, I don't I don't know um, if it even is a thing. But also in these streets, uh, apparently Spoiler Girl was exposed. <laughs> oh, was she? Which is so damn stupid because if you are spoiling something why would you ever feel comfortable enough to start posting pictures of yourself just with your face covered up? It's almost like you're asking to get found out. Because when I saw Spoiler Girl posting these pictures, I was like, girl, I should just do a reverse image search and see what comes up. But I was like, you know what? I'm not even getting involved. And then a couple hours later, somebody did it and pulled up some page of this lady. And uh, I don't know if it's truly her or if she's like doxed somebody or what. But I was just like, how dumb are you? Like, and then she was like DMing with the person to ask them to take it down and all this stuff. And I was just like, are, are y'all this dumb? I just, so who, I mean, I'm looking at her now. Who is she? Is she like working for the show or something? Or I don't think she works for the show. She, I was seeing that she does like a SEO, like search engine optimization and like digital stuff. So I don't know if she's like worked. I have no idea, but clearly she has a friend that is close to something potentially, I guess. Mm -hmm. um, but I, I thought she said that she worked on like CBS when it comes to like, uh, like Young and the Restless type of shows and stuff. I don't know, but I hope she goes away because the girl is very annoying. I just don't understand why people get, I mean, I get it. People like the attention. They like the clout of it all. And they like to play with people's emotions and get people riled up. But like, if you really do have tea, like just drop your tea and keep it moving. Like start a conversation. You can be that person easily, but people always get so comfortable and start doing all this other bullshit. And it's just, it's so stupid. And it's such a turnoff. I mm. feel like when Vegas was around, she was a little more straightforward. And in comparison, I definitely prefer that method but spoiler girl can honestly go because the girl is tired. <laughs> like, mm -hmm. please do like Zach said at the beginning of the show and grow up. 
<laughs> also, did you see what happened today? No. Oh, Taylor and what's his name? Kissing. Mm-hmm. Apparently, more than kissing took place, and mm-hmm. it is very out of left field for me. I did not mm-hmm. see that coming at all. And I get it though. You're in the house. You're lonely. You're in bed with somebody. Like it makes sense. It's whatever. But I just was like a little bothered because Monty does not deserve it. And but I also get it, Taylor. I I get it. But I was also like, oh girl. But if she stays, girl, do what you got to do. <laughs> right. Because if she kiss everyone, yeah. Next week, Brittany wins, and she's in there making out with her. <laughs> <laughs> You better kiss that flea. (laughs) So yeah, Michael was evicted and then Monty won HOH and now Monty and Taylor is making out and being cuddly. But did you see the, did you watch the video? (laughs) No, I didn't go go that, I don't really care. I didn't go that deep into it. It was, I was, you have to, you have to watch it because it's so uncomfortable because Monty's like... (laughs) He's like, come over here and get some of this bear warmth or something like that. Ew, does he really say that? <laughs> come over here and feel feel this. I don't remember exactly the words yeah, he said, no, but I don't it was so, I was like, who says something like that? That's the weirdest thing I ever heard in this house. It was so strange. No, he said, come soak in this bear heat. <laughs> That's disgusting. Okay, no, thank you. Not soaking this bear heat. Who says something like that? That is so strange. And Taylor was like, did you just say soaking this bear heat? <laughs> that is so embarrassing. And he was like, he was like, I don't know why I said that. I was like, I don't know why you said that either, because that is weird. You know, if she can stay and, and figure this out, girl, do what you gotta do. <laughs> So yeah, Monty Monty won HOH and put Britney and Alyssa on the block, and that flea done won the veto, and it was uh it was wild to to see. I I really wanted Taylor to win just to get Turner on the block, mm-hmm. but it's it's simply not gonna happen. Bless right. you, child. Apologies. It's simply not gonna happen. But it's very stupid. Is so do you? understand why Monty would not do that like I feel like it's so obvious that Turner needs to go you're at the final five why would you ever want to keep somebody that's going to make your road harder you know I don't know and I hope that Turner comes back next week and takes them out because I would laugh (laughs) it is so stupid this is two weeks in a row that Turner should have been taken out and easily could be in a position to get taken out and has slid by so yeah, if he does end up winning, it is on their dumb asses for not taking the shot. Michael's dumb ass for his HOH when Brittany basically begged him to put Turner or Monty on the block. And now look mm-hmm. at him. And now look at Monty and Turner. It's just like, come on. But, you but know. I feel that, um, you know, I'm glad that Michael didn't. And I, I, like, I did see, like, an interview with him afterwards. And, you know, I think he stands by, like, what he did. And I'm happy that he did. No, I feel you. I, I think I on a, a human level, I get it. But game, and it's weird yeah. that Michael has been so game-oriented. And this one thing is probably the thing that made his game get to the point where it got to. But at mm-hmm. the same time, Monty probably would have won that, that HOH mm-hmm. if 
Turner didn't win that HOH. So he probably still would have ended up in the same position either way. So this week, we're probably going to see Alyssa leave. And I it's very much time for her to pack her bags and go because she has done nothing this season. But mm-hmm. I don't so much mind Alyssa. She's She's been annoying at times. But at the same time, she just, I don't know, I'm not bothered by her in a, a serious way, but she just isn't really there. I'm ready for the season to end. I'm ready for us to just get down to the wire, figure out who this winner is going to be, and move along. There's a part of me that has enjoyed it, and I really hope that I can somehow see a Taylor win. I don't know what that would look like, but it would be the most poetic win of all time. And... I would love to see it happen. Even if she makes final two, that's going to be a really big deal for somebody that was <laughs> literally leaving week one, potentially, and has fought their way week after week. Um, but yeah, do you have any other thoughts about Big Brother 24? Um, no. Um, I'm excited to see. I hope they show all the conversations about Brittany on the next two episodes this week because I feel like I'm missing a lot at the moment um, just from what I'm reading online. Um, and I haven't had the patience to go and actually see what's being said, but I hope that like they show a lot of that because I'm so curious to see what these people are saying to her because it sounds bad and that makes me laugh. I definitely think it's going to be the core of a lot of these next episodes because there's not a ton going on other than the fact of Monty and Taylor hooking up, which... It's wild that we're this far into the season and they're still giving them kind of like new storylines and things to explore because that was very unexpected. (laughs) That was very unexpected. Hips and body. body. (laughs) Did you watch the, wait, did you watch the Atlanta reunion, the first part? I did. I loved when Andy went into her room and started saying that. I was (laughs) like, so stupid. Anyway. I, I loved the reunion. I, I think this is the most beautiful this set has ever looked. I was like, mm-hmm. this is so nice. Was it live as birds? <laughs> <laughs> it cracks me up when there's awkward silence and they suddenly cut to the birds just chirping in the back. <laughs> the birds were surprisingly quiet. If my they bird were. was there, she would have been like, Shout out to Gloria. Oh my god, we were at the show last night and they were playing Gloria before the show started and I was triggered. I was like, can y'all stop? (laughs) What a queen. But yeah, I think we're definitely going to get a lot of insight into Britney's current situation. And I hope they dive into Monty's side of it too, because I really need to know what's going on in his head and why he feels so comfortable being such a bitch to her. Because it truly... It truly pissed me off. At first, I was completely on his side. He he confronted her and was like, you know what, Brittany? I'm still feeling some type of way about the way everything went down with you and Michael holding on to that information about Kyle. And he was like taking her to task. And every time she tried to throw an excuse out there, he shut that shit down. Like, so fast. He She was like, you know what? We just... We didn't have a lot of time. And then she'd say something else. And he was like, oh, so you could do that, but you couldn't do this. I thought you didn't have a lot of time. Like he was, (laughs) he was shutting down everything. It was very lawyer-like. Like Like, I get why they say that they think he's somebody like does something else because Mm -hmm. he was not playing with Britney, but then he started making it very personal. Like you could tell this is a personal feeling he has against Britney because he's completely disregarding the fact that she's gonna be on the jury and that she's mm-hmm. gonna potentially have a vote and that she could potentially win HOH or veto and vote him out. 
there's so many variables still at play because she's going to be in the game next week. And the way that he talked to her was really disrespectful at the end of the day. At first, I didn't think so. He was just being honest and I respect mm-hmm. the honesty. But I think towards the end, he was his real feelings about her started to to come to the surface and he was holding her to task in a very unnecessary kind of way. Because how mm-hmm. do we move forward? Like, that's always my thing is what is the solution here? Is how do we how do we find a common ground to understand how each other feel but still realize the situation we're in? Can we utilize each other? Like, let's be mature about this and see it for what it really is. And mm-hmm. he just was completely worried about his emotions and it really bothered me like it was so stupid and now i just pray that he loses like i just do not want him to win this game and so yeah i'm gonna need taylor or turn turn to pull this out which i don't really want turner to win but it just is what it is at this point but we finna be down to the final four and we'll see what happens turner taylor or Brittany will be the final hoh and then Whoever wins that veto is going to choose who they want to evict. So it's going to be interesting to see how this turns out. And I low-key hope that it's Brittany or Taylor that wins the veto. And yeah, it should be should be interesting to see how it goes down. It's been a pretty good end game to the season. You know, we were so interested last season to see how the cookout was going to unfold. But that was super not, not interesting at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. And just like more annoying um so this is still pretty interesting with the dynamics and the potentials but i also just feel kind of checked out and i'm ready to go and it's funny because this season is shorter than the past few seasons and i'm already checked out in a way (laughs) this season is just weird i feel like such i feel like i contradict myself because i'd be saying i'm over it but i still be tuned in and i still be interested and like there's still new things coming up that are interesting but i don't know it's just such such a an enigma like lady gaga (laughs) (laughs) all right well i think that is it from me yeah we're just gonna end here (laughs) i know these episodes have been (laughs) kind of thrown together the past few weeks but we are truly just doing our best (laughs) we're trying we're trying we are almost at the end of this though thank you for sticking with us we love y'all thank you for tuning in to julie girl a big brother podcast if you enjoy what you hear please like and subscribe and tell your big brother friends about what we got going on over here you can catch bb24 on cbs every sunday wednesday and thursday and also check in on what's going on in that house anytime on the live feeds on paramount plus and paramount. until next time y'all we'll holla at you later Bye. Bye. Hipson. Boom, 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 boom. Julie girl. Julie, Julie, Julie girl. Hey, Julie girl. Julie girl. Julie girl. Julie girl. Julie girl. Julie girl. Julie girl, Julie girl. Hey, Julie girl. Julie girl, Julie girl, Julie girl. Hey, Julie girl, Julie girl. Julie girl, Julie.